Welcome back to the Greatest Team on Paper podcast. With you tonight, we have B Scal and G Stick. A little bit different episode for you tonight. James was unable to to be with us, but we will go on. Tonight we have a good episode for you. We got a lot of recent news. We got a quick review of last night's game, uh, Eagles versus Vikings. And then we have probably everyone's favorite portion of our podcast, gambling. Stick, how you doing tonight, kid? Doing good, man. Doing good. Another Friday down the books. Another weekend coming up. I think we're, uh, you know, getting into the thick of things here. Absolutely. Dad let us off <laughs> and let us let us do one on our own, so let's not fuck it up too much tonight. <laughs> yeah, we'll try our best. We'll try our best here. <laughs> All right, so uh, bear with us because James is usually the one that announces everyone's names, and if we butcher names, you know what? That just comes with the territory of us being by ourselves tonight. Um, so let's just hop right into recent news. Uh, we have a couple good things, a couple bad things. Uh, as far as players are concerned. So let's just get right into it. Kelsey's back. If people had their draft, I just want to say this. If people had their draft the night before opening day, which we did, you got Kelsey on a discount. On yeah. a real fucking discount. You, Absolutely. He's, a, you, he's an absolute animal. He was a top five pick in most drafts prior to that injury he had on his knee. And then in our draft, he went all the way to the back ass end of round two. So the second person going in our league uh, got who? What did he get? Jamar and and Kelsey? Is that who he has? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jamar and Pat yeah. and Patrick Mahomes. That that's a lethal three. If Kelsey comes back and he looks like Kelsey, oh shit! So, I mean, especially after seeing tight ends from last week. Absolutely uh, horrible. Like this, <laughs> this could be a huge advantage. So, uh, huge. Uh, well, you know, we'll get into it. But Hawk had himself a night last night as well. Uh, okay, yeah. So Kelsey back. I'm sure every owner is excited about that. Obviously, plugging him in, no matter what. You know, he, everyone couldn't catch the ball. No receiver could catch the ball last week for Kansas City. So I, I think he gets peppered with at least 15 targets. Uh, so hopefully, he'll be able to ring in some. Uh, Brees Hall reports say to remain on a pitch count uh, going up against Dallas defense, number one defense after last week. You know, we all saw what they did to the Giants Sunday night football. Uh, his yards are a little bit down uh, on the site that we use. So that's a little bit confusing and interesting. Real quick question. Are you playing him as well as Dalvin if you have either one of them or – are you fading Dalvin a little bit because of what you saw in week one? Well, I'm certainly not playing both if I have them both. If you're in that, no, 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 you're... I'm just saying, I'm just saying owners. So if someone, I mean, if you have both of them, kudos, but yeah, no, I, I mean, it's tough, man. It's God knows what that offense is going to look like now. Um, yeah. They're going to have to, they're going to have to run, but this is a tough matchup. Low over under. Uh, Very low. Very low and big line. You don't really see that too often. Huge yeah. line, small over under. I mean, I, just from watching the game, I would probably play Brees Hall over Dalvin just because he has big, bigger play capability. I think, but um, yeah, I feel yeah, we'll like I would. I mean, yeah, 
yeah, we'll get into the numbers, see what see what we think about later on in the episode. Uh, just, a, just a small thing, Avante Maddox feared to torn his pec muscle last night in the Eagles uh, Eagles game. Eagles secondary has taken a little bit of a blow. Uh, Maddox came in last night. Bradbury got hurt before with the concussion, so he should be back. Uh, but just something to monitor because the wide receivers eat against the Eagles defense right now. I mean, we saw it in week one. Kendrick Bourne went off. We saw a little bit last night where Jefferson didn't get in the end zone, but had another big night. Addison, big night. Hawk, big night. So something to monitor. Um, you know, usually, you know, big play slay is a little bit better, but uh, but if, if he's by himself, there's nothing much he can do. Um, okay, Eckler listed as doubtful. That news just came out today. So Joshua Kelly, back up if you have him, put him in. I have him in Dynasty, so Eckler will be out of my lineup. Josh Kelly will probably be in. So we'll see how that goes. In the same game, uh, Chargers versus the Titans, Christian Fulton, a cornerback, is listed out with a hammy. Amani Hooker, safety, out with a concussion. This just means big day for Chargers receivers and uh, – that I'm nervous. I'm, that line doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't, <laughs> we'll, right? We'll get to two that. Half, two and a half. Uh, there are some injuries on the defensive side for uh, the Chargers as well. I think Joey Bosa's hurt. A couple linebackers are hurt. Maybe a safety is hurt. So something to monitor as well. I mean, I just think being a Titans fan, I know we're in the bottom damn near the caboose of pass defense. So wide receivers – for the Chargers, look out. I mean, I think they have a big game. Uh, Packers, Aaron Jones, plus Christian Watson, Watson, both missed practice, listed as questionable. You are an Aaron Jones owner. Uh, do you have any more insight on that? Yeah, doesn't look good. Doesn't look like he's going to play this week. Um, I think, you know, hope, hopefully if you have him, you were smart enough to get some depth at running back. Yep. But, um doesn't look good for this week. You know, if he's not 100%, I, I feel like he tries to play too much at 80%, 90% going back in the past. I think take a week off, take a week or two off, get back to 100%. I'm going to need you for the rest of the year. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think you I think you actually got a lot of depth at running back, if I'm not mistaken. So I think, I, I think you should be decently fine. Uh, I meant to add this into the Titans and Chargers. DeAndre Hopkins missed practice all week with an ankle. Um, something to look at for uh, this weekend. You know, I follow a lot of the Titans stuff on on Instagram and whatever, but um, just make sure that you're watching it. Uh, from what he's saying, he he's good to go. He's ready to he's ready to play. However, it's early in the season. He's arguably their best or second best weapon on offense so they might want to take it easy that that opens that opens up for for Burks and and Oconquo to have a, a decent decent share of the receptions hopefully so they're both on my team I still have to make a huge decision on whether to play them or not um all right so yeah, then you we gotta think the, they're gonna be you gotta be think they're gonna be throwing too right if, if charges yeah, get up yeah, yeah. I, I mean last year Last year was a it was a pretty close game actually last year and it surprised me. Uh, Titans they just need their defense needs to come up big their front their front seven need to to play well. 
get to get to Herbert. If if that happens, then it will be a close game. If it doesn't, I mean, I think Herbert just dissects that secondary. I mean, it's it's horrible back there. Minus Kevin Byer. Uh, Deontay Johnson personally says he's day to day, which goes against anything that the team has said. The team said multiple weeks, but he, there was an interview that he said he's he's pushing to play this weekend. The way they looked last week, who knows what happens? Something to look at for for Sunday. Uh, just keep keep looking at recent news. Brandon Cooks dealing with a uh, sprain of his MCL, misses practices all week. Devontae Adams, his foot misses practice. Devontae, I'm not I'm a little less concerned about because he's always got a question mark by his name. I mean, yeah. it's it's typical for him. He usually just plays through it. He's the new Julio. Yeah, exactly. Uh Jerry Judy, breaking news, practice fully expected to play against the Commanders. Tough secondary. First game back. Ended the last five weeks last year as a top 10 receiver. So you look at that, you see maybe maybe he can make a push. With it being a hammy, that scares me a little bit because one little misstep, boom, you're, you're three more weeks off. Something to yeah. look at. I mean, definitely excited to see how much action he gets, um, but definitely not a great matchup to come back to. Right. And, you know, Russell Wilson last week threw to 10 different uh, receivers or running backs like he was spreading the ball out. So how much volume does Jerry Judy get? I'm not sure. Dolchich is out or doubtful for Sunday. So that might open up a little bit more. Uh, You have Sutton still there. Javonta Williams stated that his knee felt a lot better as the game went on. He himself saw six targets and 13 carries, so that's encouraging for all owners, right? Yeah, I remember looking at that game on Sunday, and Colonel Troutman was out there, that that Adam (laughs) Troutman guy. I was like, what the hell is going on in Denver? What the fuck is that? Like, here we go. Denver stinks again. Sorry, Willie. (laughs) Titans are right there with him. If it was – the Titans play the Denver Broncos this year. I'm not too sure that that over under might be 25. Um, but yeah, encouraging for Javonta Williams owners. Uh, saw 18 touches last week. You expect he only got a few yards. I think I, I think only like around 10 to 15 yards. I forget on his six targets and six you know on his catches. So maybe he busts one open this weekend. Who knows? So that is some good or some decent, not great news. The good news coming up, Mark Andrews back on the field, looking to suit up on Sunday. I know you and I are extremely happy about that. Uh, We drafted him pretty early in our league. Disappointing loss that we had last week. I think if Mark Andrews plays, it's a different ball game because we wipe away a zero from Goddard. Uh, So hopefully he comes back and, you know, Lamar and him go right back to 2019 where Mark Andrews was pushing for number one tight end. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's no Kelsey, right. But you know, he's expected to be the number two, the way the tight ends looked, it's still an advantage. If he's playing, you're playing him. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Zach Moss officially off the injury report. I think he, he fills right into the lead back role because Dion uh, last week didn't really show much. A lot, a lot of the running backs last week for Indy didn't do shit. I mean, 
the best running back was their quarterback, Richardson. So I think Zach Moss comes in, gets a decent amount of work. You're looking anywhere from, what would you say, 10, 15, maybe even 20 on uh, upside target or not targets, but touches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely against the Houston Texans. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think if you have if you're in the Aaron Jones Eckler situation, he's definitely a good good place to look. You pick him up. I'm about to. I <laughs> I was actually just on there, like hey, I, picking I was, him up live while we're was, here, dude. But that's why I hate fantasy because then I look at my bench and I'm like, God, I love all these guys, even yeah, though they dude, suck. Drop, that's the same thing. I mean, I like what I like to do, especially early on in the season, and it it kind. It can go either way. I like to stack up on backup running backs just in case something happens. Like Madison looked like he was about to go out last night with a shoulder injury, and I was like, ooh, Ty Chandler, new number one there. But then he came right back in the next fucking play, which was heartbreaking. But I like to do that. And my fear, I don't know, PTSD is dropping the guy the week before or the day or two before Sunday games and then – their starting running back goes and gets hurt. And then your guy that you had is now on the waiver wire. Now the number one running back, it it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my dumb stubborn ass is sitting there looking at, I have Daniel Jones and Dak on my team. And I'm like, I can't drop Dak. I said, he's going to be a top (laughs) five QB. Are you starting Uh, Daniel Jones this week? Yeah. I'm starting Daniel Jones, Dak. Dak's playing the Jets. Tough, tough yeah. matchup. Low over under. Daniel Jones should have a bounce back. So, yeah, I like that. Uh, John Michi, uh, that's a personal win for me. I, I did take him in our dynasty league. I'm trying to stack up on some young receivers. He's off the injury report, expected to make his NFL debut. Uh, for those that don't know, he was a Bama receiver that tours ACL in the championship game after catching a bomb. Uh, really good young talent, took the entire last year off to rehab, even some of this year to rehab. I don't even know. Was it the same? Did he deal with a hammy this time? I don't know. James is usually really good at this. And yeah, bear with I mean, me, I know. folks. He definitely had a devastating leg injury. It was probably ACL and MCL. I think it was a pretty bad one. Um, yeah. Definitely so, always tough. tough to come back off hard injuries like that man it's i i'd be so scared oh i mean coming from someone myself that had a torn acl i i'm still not right i i'm afraid to make a cut and it's been 10 plus years like <laughs> i run yeah. in a straight line and that's about it if i cut no 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 and my dumb ass uh and finally recent news concludes with chase young the number one overall pick a few years back Hasn't really filled the shoes, kind of like a Jadavion Clowney, honestly. All that hype coming out of college, injury, riddled uh, career. He's back and ready. Great for mine, uh, you and I's defense this weekend. So hopefully he gets in there, gets a sack, maybe a little tease prop bet for you to give him a sack this weekend. I mean, he he's a force. Uh, he's a game changer. He reminds me, I mean, Micah's better than him because Micah's – and, and Micah's only a couple of years into the league, but I think he's that type of game changer where anyone one-on-one, he's got to have the advantage no matter what. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, no matter where he is, he's going to make your defensive line scarier and, and way better, right? You're going to get more pressure. Um, so, yeah, and Commanders, they're playing um, the Broncos. So that's a low over-under. Great matchup this week. Yeah, Russell um, Wilson's bound you know, to have it. If the Commanders are out there, go pick them up for your defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got to love that. All right, so uh, – that's our recent news. A uh, couple of guys to definitely look at. Make sure come Sunday morning you do your research, watch the channels that 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 give you updates to the minute of injury reports. Listen to your gut as well. If a guy's on the fence trying to play and you don't feel good about it, try to search for somewhere else in your lineup to to get someone in the bench in their spot. Or, you know, if you're like me, you, you just believe what they're saying, and then they get hurt the first play, and then you're fucking screwed. Yep. <laughs> so uh, that, that's, that wraps up the recent news. We're going to go into a quick review of last night, because last night was a good game. Uh, we are based, a bunch of our friend group is based in the Philly area, a lot of Eagles fans. We hear it every year. You know, we we did our our review of of the game. I kind of forget our bets already that or our our take already with that game. I know we all said the over over Eagles points, right? Which yep. is cash. I think I think I did mention 13 and a half over in the first half for the Eagles. They had so many opportunities in that first half to get way more than 13 points. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, def- all the unders looked great after the first half besides yeah. Devontae Smith. But yeah. uh, yeah, they came out so, slinging both sides in the second half. You know, Vikings put up a hell of a fight, but. Yeah, it was a solid enough. game. It, re- it really was. Yeah. And, you know, a, ba- a little backdoor cover. You know, Vegas is always right. That yeah. line was spot on. I think it ended at six and a half, and they they lost by six. So yeah, like, yeah. And what's crazy you, is, I mean, I think I I think the birds had what thirty five minutes of possession, like the maybe more than that. It might have been like forty twenty. Like it was it was crazy. They ran the hell out of the ball and their O-line looked great doing that. The first, the first two or three drives or whatever it was, they didn't want to run the damn ball. And then they were passing it and it wasn't really working out. Like they got all the way down to what the inside the 10 yard line with uh, Devonta Smith's catch, that great catch he made. And then three and out from their field goal. And then all of a sudden something clicked in Sirianni's mind, like, hey, let's try running the ball with one of the best offensive lines in the game. And then segue right into my first highlight, Swift, DeAndre Swift, massive game. Homecoming, Philly boy, came back, game well hurt, massive game, 175 yards, three catches, a touchdown. Could have been a much, much bigger game. Had 27 points in fantasy went down at the one yard line or half yard line twice. And then my boy Jalen, thank God on my team vultured two of those touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, uh, watching that, watching Swift, he looked like a, he looked like he could be a workhorse, right? I mean, he's still exactly. fairly, he's still fairly young. Um, You know, I think Kenny Gainwell's really the only one that can take much time away from him. Obviously we just saw like Gainwell was out and Swift was, the dominant back by far, 100%. right? 
Um, and Boston Scott just got hurt too last night. So did he? I, mean, I, I was just uh, I was just about to say that like with Swift having that good of a game, Sirianni's got to be like, oh damn, we have a two headed monster. We have Gainwell and we have Swift. Let's cut Penny because Penny will probably get hurt at some point, and Boston Scott can come in, especially against the Giants. Teaser bet whenever the Eagles play the Giants. Lock it in. Boston Scott is scoring a touchdown. I don't yeah. give a shit if he's the third, fourth, fifth string running back. I don't care if he's a punt returner, for God's sakes. He's getting in that end zone. Talking, about, I, talking about Penny real quick, like I remember vividly last night, I, like I don't think anyone really actually returned to kickoff, but I remember them saying, and Penny's back deep for the kick. I'm like, what the hell do they have his fat ass back there for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, he, he is pretty quick uh, laterally. Like, he can't cut or whatnot. But, like, I, I did hear that, and I, I chuckled <laughs> to myself. Oh, man, this guy's all the way back into the return team now. Like, <laughs> whatever. Uh, so, also in that game, something to talk about. Devonta Smith, is he the new number one in Philly? Let's not overreact here. I mean, overreact. It happened last year too. They 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 switch off games. You know, I think you know AJ Brown is clearly the better receiver. I think Um, Smitty is just that he's fast. I mean, he can be a possession, but he's gonna get. I mean, his line was what four one thirty something in a touchdown. So like, yeah, it's a big game, but. It was just two big plays, right? See, I I strongly disagree. I love AJ. You know I love AJ. But when it comes to route running, Devonta Smith puts him over his knee. Puts him – like, AJ is good on – like we talked about slants, crossing, sometimes the, the, the go route when uh, he does a double move. Yeah, he's great with the ball in his hands. Like, just get him the ball and let him run. Devonta Smith, as far as route running, can destroy some corners. I think that's why I wanted him so bad. I didn't care. I didn't want A.J. Brown. I knew A.J. Brown was going to be a back half of the first round or early second round pick this year. I was fully expecting Devonta to fall to me in the second round where I would stack Devonta and Jalen Hurts. And the first two games, boom, boom. Devonta yeah. has two touchdowns already. So no, it's definitely an argument. I mean, I, I but I I still think it's you know one game's going to be Devonta, one game's going to be AJ. Like it's not, it's never going to be like a clear number one. I I think. Well, I I know you were out out at the bar, so I don't know if you were like fully paying attention to the screens the entire time. But I was home watching this game, and they flashed in the fourth quarter. AJ verbally and vi- uh, not verbally, visibly upset that he wasn't getting the ball. And then, then what happened the next three plays? Target dropped, or good defensive play, I should say. Next play, touchdown, got called back. And then the very next play after that, deep ball, arguably deep shot. Uh, arguably a pass interference. Yeah, yeah. That, Should yeah. have been at the one-yard line. Jalen sneaks in for a touchdown. Would have been nice. But Yeah, I mean, like, AJ's that – he's in that diva group, you know. I mean, he, they, they want – they're they're up thirteen points and he's getting that mad. You're like, come on, dude! Like, exactly. That, that's what I mean. Well, he's so used to being in the Titans. He was the number one guy in the Titans, and you know he comes to a different team. And Devonta's no slob, you know. So 
we'll have to monitor that later on. I like we said next week, it's probably going to be AJ. AJ's going to be in Jalen's ear this entire long break they have, a week and a half. So whatever AJ's numbers are next week, I'm saying it right now, it will be my lock, my greatest parlay lock, whatever the fuck we call it, will be yeah, AJ. Of course, guess, guess who has him next week? Because uh, you're playing Deke, Deke Deke has him, and he was like, he was saying the same thing, like, um, oh, whoever I play next week, AJ Brown's going off. And of course, I had to look it up, and sure, sure enough, PPY, there I am. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, you never know. He he he's he's due for a hammy. A uh, couple quick hits. Jay Jeff solid night. Big bummer that he fumbled on the half yard line trying to stretch it for a touchdown. It was an eight point swing for me. He still ended up with twenty five points. Twenty yeah, twenty five points. But eight points would have been a great day. Thirty two points. Hawk fighting for the top overall spot at the tight end position. Got a little garbage time last night. Had a decent first half. Had like 12 points in the first half with that first touchdown. Then came back in the last two drives and got 13 points with that last final touchdown. Uh, Just something to point out here. Eagles concern for covering tight end position. So far, they haven't looked great. Hunter Henry last week, number one tight end. This week, Hawkinson. Big game, so that's just something to to look at for the future. So, I think they cover play... anything. We already touched on that. So, well, <laughs> well especially the tight end, though. Especially yeah, the tight yeah. end. I mean, if they're if, if you're streaming tight ends, I think it would be a great time to look at who the Eagles have the next couple weeks. I think they have Tampa Bay next week. I Otten is is that yeah, his Kate name? Otten. Yeah. So something to look at. But that's our recap for Thursday Night Football. We have a new segment, and I know you're excited about it. I'm excited about it, right? If you have questions, we want to be interactive with our listeners. We have a couple of loyal listeners that you know DM us on the Instagram asking us for advice on sit and starts. We want to open that up to the entire group. These two just happened to come in, and you know what? It gave us an idea. Absolutely. So if you want us on this episode the friday episodes before the week starts so we'll have our we want to continue our wednesday drop an episode on wednesdays and we want to drop an episode every saturday if possible so in between our wednesday episode and our our friday saturday episode dm us with your questions sit and start we'll give you our advice we'll give you back up for what we have. And later on in the episode, we'll, we'll bring up the two questions that have been DM'd to us. And we'll make sure that we give our truthful opinions about who to start, who to sit, why, who do we think is going to have a good game? We, we want that. So please, please, if you have questions, we want to be interactive as much as we can. Throw us a follow on Instagram first. DM us. And we will make sure that we bring it up on this episode of the podcast. So later on in the episode, we'll definitely get to uh, those two questions that we have. But in the future, please DM us. We want to be interactive. We want to be here for you. So hit that follow button. Subscribe. Of course, you'll get all the updates whenever we drop an episode. But going into that, Stick, take it over, baby. Let's let's get into our favorite part. 
let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Let's not waste much time. Taters, baby. You know, so here we are. We're going to go through kind of like we did last week. We're going to run through every game, touch on them, who we like, um, you know, game wise with the lines, um, picks and our player props as usual. So um, let's just jump right into it. First game on the slate here. We got Kansas City Chiefs minus three at Jacksonville with an over under of 51. Yeah. This game's intriguing. Um, okay. I this think this rematch. Is, I mean, let's let's think about last week. I mean, I think anybody that plays Jacksonville, this is going to be a hell of a fantasy game, right? So, I mean, obviously, Chiefs don't have many weapons that you're going to be playing in in your receiver slot. You know, maybe Tony, maybe Sky Moore in your flex. Well, hold, on, hold, to, on, hold on, hold on, back the fuck up. It's tough there to trust no them. Way, there's no way. Week. No, there's no way you're gonna trust Stonehands McGee in this game. He's got to throw it still to him, man. I, I mean, Mahomes is great for a reason. He doesn't. He's not going to give up on his number one receiving receiver. Obviously, not including Kelsey, but um, I think Rice comes in and just. Yeah, I no, think I, if they give him opportunities this weekend. That's why I picked him up. He was my first pickup. In, uh, yeah, if Rasheed Rice not. is out there, I, I have him in one of my leagues uh, stashed on the bench. But I, I agree. I think it's this is going to be week two is always going to be that game where you actually find out, like, who's getting who's the in? targets and what yeah, what's happening. Good. I agree. So, I agree with that. I, I mean, right now, I think Rasheed Rice is projected six points, which I think is bullshit. Uh, take the over on that, especially the the over under is fifty one. So that tells you that Vegas thinks this is going to be a shootout in some capacity. That's my bet for 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 this one over fifty one. Kelsey being back, that's breaking news. I think that amplifies that over under. It gives Mahomes that safety blanket, that thing that he didn't have last week. He can always rely on third and four, third and seven, third and whatever. We know who's the target's going to be. It's going to be Kelsey. Kelsey will get open. Kelsey will catch the ball. We'll see how his knee holds up. It, it could be a little banged up, but who knows? I, I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's really the only problem because we've been saying it for God maybe five years now. It's like. Um, they're just gonna double and triple cover Kelsey. <laughs> and they never do. Does they fucking never do? Or they can, or they don't know how. It's something weird about it that he just still produces year in and year out, even though everyone knows you should have two or three bodies on him at all times. Six eyes. <laughs> um, yeah. So me, 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 and James. Uh, so James isn't able to be with us tonight, which is a shame, but. You know, it does go on. Our podcast does go on. We'll make sure that we are dropping two episodes every week for you guys. Me and James are on the same page. Over 51, his comments are, I smell points, points, points. And as a gambler, what do you love? Points, 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 points. <laughs> points, 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 points. <laughs> um, yeah, and I went with the Chiefs minus three. Um, they're... Listen, I don't want to say they're desperate yet, but they know they need to win. Um, they they don't want to start 0-2. Patrick Mahomes is not going to start 0-2. So I, I do like the Chiefs in this game. Jags coming off a win, I think. So 
yeah, I like the Chiefs minus three. Okay, fair enough. How about prop bets? What do you like? Prop bet. I think you'll like this one. Um, <laughs> I like. Uh, I do. I like Pacheco. I like the way he was running when he had the ball and even catching the ball. So I went with his over combined Russian receive yards at fifty five and a half. I uh, yeah, I think. That's pretty See, loud. I, I do love that. I do. Trust me. I do love that you have the confidence in my running back, too. What I don't love is that it's only at 55 and a half fucking point, or yards. That yeah. that scares me in a way that why? I mean, if he's the featured back, which we saw last week, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who we thought was non-existent, who we thought – Go on the practice squad, do what you have to do. We fucked up on that pick. Like you had your turn. Now it's Pacheco's turn. But we saw last week that they were switching series, which was like, are you kidding me? The way Pacheco runs the ball, he he runs downhill. He's he's a tough runner. And like you said, you love the way he runs. I love the way he runs. That's why I picked him for the first three weeks because I have Alvin Kamara stashed on my bench waiting for week three. Week three can or four cannot get here soon <laughs> enough <laughs> for me because yeah. then we can really see what my team can put up. Yeah, I think I think week two, I, I do think it's low. I think that means Vegas probably still thinks it's a split, but I think week two, Chiefs not desperate, but no, they need to win. They're going to get their best runners out there, and I think Pacheco – probably out outplays both time wise and you know gameplay wise ceh yeah i i agree i think this is a big week this is a prove it week in my opinion pacheco please take advantage of your opportunities please for the love of god take advantage of your opportunities so i went on the other side of the ball because i think this is going to be a passing game for for both teams, but more so for Jacksonville. I have Kirk over 38 and a half receiving yards, which last year he had over 850 yards, I believe. And him and Trevor did have a connection. I think week one was a little bit of, hey, let's play with our new toy. Let's play with Calvin Ridley. Let's make sure he feels welcome, loved, whatever. But at the same time, you still play, uh, paid Christian Kirk all that money last year to come over here. They, they paid him like a number one receiver. So you're not going to go waste that money. And if you do, fuck you, because I, I bought into it. 38 and a half seems so low to me that like it's almost – a slap in the face and he's projected 10 points. So if he's projected 10 points, you would assume that he's getting more than 38 and a half or he's going to score. One of those two has to happen if he's projected that many points. Yeah, no, so, I, I completely agree. I mean, this is just this it's, it is, it's what it is. It's a slap in the face. Right. So, um, you know, yeah. and just like you said, I think the Ridley point is, you know, good coaches and good coaching staffs are going to pick up on that, and that that's what the Chiefs have. So I think their game plan is more going to be around Ridley, right, which is going to open up more for Kirk. So this right. line really doesn't make sense to me. I'd be shocked if that doesn't hit. I also liked that. The only, the only thing that kind of scares me a little bit is Zay Jones had a pretty decent game last week too. 
Yeah. So those, like we we said in the off season or or building up to this year is they got a lot of mouths to feed because Evan Ingram didn't have a great game either. I mean, they really focused on Ridley, Travis, and and Zay a little bit more. So we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Again, you're going to hear this over and over. It's a prove it week. Like Kirk, please, for the love of God, get over this point. Give me double digits. That's all I need. Get your projection, and I'm fine. Yep. Actually, I need you a little bit over, so I need about right, thirteen so points. So moving on. While well, James mailed in his his player prop bet here, he's also on the same page. It looks like that uh, Jacksonville is going to be throwing the ball. He has Trevor Lawrence over two hundred sixty one and a half passing yards. So with everything we just said, you know, I think that's that's a pretty solid player prop there for James. Um. All right, yep. let's just let's keep moving here. So this yeah. game you basically said fuck off, you're taking too long. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's we'll, we'll get to it, but that I like that was a good game to talk about. There's a lot of a lot of well, stuff. Are we gonna going talk on. about fantasy impact? Do you want to do that? Or since we kind of we kind of do that during the description. Yeah, yeah. I kind of already touched on that. If you want to say a little no, more, no, but no, I, um no, I, I think I think receivers are gonna have a good game on the Jags. I think Kelsey's going to have a big game. That's what I have in my notes. Yeah, Pretty and we need Mahomes to throw four touchdowns. Yes, we do. We, we uh-huh. need a big game out of Mahomes. Mahomes to Kelsey, do it. Lock yep. it in. All, All right, right let's next move. game on the slate here, we have uh, Oakland – or not Oakland anymore, Las Vegas Raiders plus eight and a half at the Buffalo Bills with an over-under of 47. So yeah. – I I don't think we need to spend too much time on this. I mean, to me, I do like the Bills probably on on a money line bet here. That's a lot of points to be laying. I know their first game back at home this year, they're probably very pissed. Um, going to be coming out strong. So I do like the over. Um, you know their defense didn't look great against the Jets. Obviously they lost, but um. I do like the over and yeah, I mean, so basically the same thing that happened with you and AJ Brown, like you see his schedule next week and you play him or you you see the fantasy schedule and you play him and you're like, Oh shit, he's going to go off. Same thing happened to me last week when I was watching that bills game. I was like, damn, who plays cast next weekend? Sure enough. There I am staring him dead in the fucking face. I'm playing Josh Allen this weekend. So I think Josh Allen is on a revenge tour, especially this week. I think the Bills roll at home. James also says Bills, Bills, Bills. I like giving them the points, lay the points. I'm fine with laying the points, minus eight and a half. So Bills at home roll. My prop bet is Josh Allen over total yards, 296 and a half, plus parlay that with a Steph Diggs touchdown. Steph Diggs. Got in the end zone last week, is going to get in the end zone this week. He always scores at some point. You know, this over-under is 47, so there's going to be some points in this game. Steph Diggs, I I don't really trust any other receiver on the Bills. Gabe Davis was invisible last week. Kincaid looked decent. Dawson Knox had a couple catches, but, like, who else is there, right? Steph Diggs is going to catch the ball. Steph Diggs will be in the end zone. Book it. Josh Allen over yards and Steph Diggs touchdown. James 
projected total yards for James Cook over 67 and a half rush and receiving. Do you like that? What do you think about that? I do like that. I I I think James Cook looked pretty good. You he know. got a lot of touches last week. So yeah. that, that that proves I mean, to us that he's the that clear Jets number def- one. The Jets defense, right, was just pretty impeccable. They have a elite defensive line. Um so he did get the volume and he looked good when he got it. It's just there was nowhere to go sometimes, um yeah. most of the time. Um, but yeah, I was just gonna say there it only took us two games to get to our first reverse juju player prop parlay. Ah, come on. It's not <laughs> dude. I said it last week. I said it last week before I knew I was playing him. I was like, fuck. Like Cass is gonna dump well, not Cass's team, but even though I think he does have, honestly, I think he has um, Josh Jacobs, who didn't have a great game either. So I need the Bills. Rush defense isn't great, and I'm sick about that. I think Josh Jacobs has a decent game too. Must play, obviously, you draft him in the top three rounds, uh, especially if you drafted after his contract dispute. I think I think he's just due for a, a bounce back. He took full blame, and that's the type of player I like. He took the full blame of that loss last week on his shoulders, and he's the type of cat that I think comes back the next week and just goes, all right, this is how I play. This is what you can expect going forward. So I'm going to double down, and if he doesn't hit it, I'm happy. (laughs) No, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen's always always been there, right? Like whenever they play bad, and especially himself, he's he's always been – you know, he takes that blame and he uses it very well. I, I would like to see the stats on his next games after he does what he did on on that game. So I, I do. I, I like it. I mean, he's going to have a big game. Um, you Hold on. Do you like if if because let's just touch on this and then we can move on. I promise. Don't yell at me again. Devonta Adams, Devonte Adams, if he plays, he's been questionable all week with the foot. But we already discussed it. That's normal for him. Do you like playing him in this situation? Because last week, I think Jacoby Myers is still in concussion protocol. Uh, Do you like Devontae Adams in this matchup? Yeah, absolutely. If he's if he's out there and they say he's healthy, you're playing Devontae Adams, right? I mean, you picked him in the second round. So um, obviously fear of re-injury is there, but. You know that's there with everybody. It's it's fantasy football. It's it's football, right? There's there's going to be injuries. Oh, there we go. Sorry, I should have put should have put this out there on the recent news. Jacoby Myers is listed as out. Yeah, yeah, he didn't make it through. I have him in okay. dynasty. Oh, okay. So so then like Hunter Renfro, like do you spot play Hunter Renfro this week? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I hate, it, I hate Hunter Renfro. He, I, so it, I thought he was gonna have a big year last year, and the guy sucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think we were all on that page. We we drank that Kool Aid, and and we were all wrong on Hunter Renfro. So it's basically for the Raiders. You're playing Adams. You're playing Jacobs. That's it for the Bills. You're playing Allen, Diggs, Cook. Anyone else? Uh, not really. I mean, they did run a lot of double tight end sets last week, which I think we can see going forward because, like we said, the receivers aren't that great outside of Steph Diggs. Yeah, no, I I, I mean, those are the Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid are the only other two that you could consider playing, but I I still want to see more 
out of that offense and who they're going to use more and just things like that until you actually make a decision on that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll move on. I'm not going to say my player prop bet there because you'll hear it later in the show for our greatest lock parlay. Um, Next game here, we got the Seattle Seahawks plus five heading to Detroit to take on Dan Campbell and the fighting Lions. Great, great matchup. Great matchup. Uh, God, what did I do? Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what? I, I I am a big believer in overs, right? So we, we've mentioned it before that uh, people that do overs want good football. They want to see good football. However, and we'll get – you know what? I'll save that for later. I, I saw I saw a stat last week about a gambler that I, I follow on Instagram – and I just want I, – I have to put it out there. So later on when I have a good segue, I'm going to put that in. But for this game, I took the over 47.5 points. It's in Detroit Dome game, I think, high-flying. I mean, look at, look at what the Rams did without Cooper Cup, with Stafford being vocal about not getting along or connecting with his younger receivers – Look what they did to Seattle's secondary. And Seattle's secondary last year was arguably one of the better, younger defenses where they have Woolen and and other guys that just lock down. So I think it's going to be a shootout. We saw in week one for the Lions defense that if the Chiefs could catch a cold, catch a pass from Mahomes, they would have gave up big yards as well. So I think it's going to be a shootout. I think that's honestly a low line, kind of trappy to me, which now I'm, no, I'm going with the fucking over bullshit. But what do you got? Yeah, so me and James look like we're on opposite sides of the ball here. I, I yeah, took Seahawks. Good. I took Seahawks plus five. Um, Mostly just bounce back game. Um, Like you said, they don't have Sky Moore. Kadarius Tony running around. I mean, they got my man DK. They got Tyler yeah. Lockett. Um, JSN, don't forget about JSN, baby. JSN. He's, proje- he's so, projected 11, 11 and a half points this week. That's they have more weapons. So it's gonna it's gonna depend on Geno Smith, and we've been saying that all off season, and we will keep saying that. It's gonna depend on Geno Smith. Um, you know, Lions defense. I think. I think Seattle can also get the run going with Kenny Walker, um, which opens up. A lot more even too. So uh, this this guy, this guy's just this is this is just a great matchup for my fantasy team yeah, here. This is this is you setting yourself up for fucking disaster this weekend. But uh <laughs> yeah, enough of that. On the other side of the ball, James has the Lions minus five. He thinks they're just a confident bunch. Um apparently has some insider info that the the crowd will be wearing blue ski masks for the home opener. So that's interesting. I mean, I think that could have an effect, but Seahawks play with the twelfth man. They know how to play with loud noises. Not too worried about that. Yeah, but um, you know what? It's not on the other foot. When they're on offense, it doesn't happen to them. Yeah, true. So um, what I will say, I didn't know if you were getting to this, but I'm going to say it. Last week we talked about the offensive tackle literally lining up offsides almost every pass play. 
against Hutchinson, and he didn't record a sack or, or whatever. But this week, I think the team, the Lions being that team, is going to be in the ref's ear and be like, hey, if this motherfucker has an extra half a step or whatever it is, you call that. Hutchinson, yeah. that, that, that's a great – Great point on James's part. I will give him credit where it's due. I think yeah, that not only not only the team. I think that that went so viral and noticed that you know the refs are going to be looking for that automatically already. So it was called last week. Or yeah, last week, last night. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I like that. That brings us into prop bets. James does have Hutchinson to get over 0.75 sacks. So essentially, he needs. Two half He's got sacks. a nice little parlay here. Yeah, <laughs> he actually does have a parlay. So Aiden Hutchinson over 0.75 sacks. Jared Goff over one and a half touchdown passes. And Amonra St. Brown over six and a half catches. I so, like that. That's yeah. a solid same game parlay. I don't yeah. know if you can do same game parlay with the, the sack. Do you do you know? I think you can. But yeah, the, the sacks are on there, yeah. Oh shit! I, so, I might sprinkle a little bit on that. Maybe a yeah. Unit he didn't so. give us the odds, but um, yeah, it does seem like it's definitely doable. Um, I'll just hit on mine real quick. We all yeah. know it's the Homer pick. Um, Donkey Kong DK Metcalf over sixty-four and a half receiving yards. He only had I don't know five targets last week, and he still came close to that. So I think they're going to get him more involved. Like we said, the Chiefs had some or not the Chiefs, the Lions had some openings yeah. that if the Chiefs would have caught the ball, they would have had big chunk plays, right? So, um, yeah, yeah, I like I like that. And you know what? I'm going to segue right into the Geno pick. Honestly, it's it doesn't make sense why I picked this because I say everyone was like, hey, that was the Geno Smith of that. That's what we expected of Geno Smith. Well, Geno Smith was drafted pretty high by the Jets. Sucked. Let's point blank honest. Sucked. And then was a lifetime backup. Came to the Seattle Seahawks. Had a great year last year. No one can take that away from him. But like out of his, they were saying last week was like an outlier. Bullshit. Like that that's the Geno Smith that we all knew from the previous whatever seven plus years that he's been in the league. And somehow, some way, I still take my bet as Geno bounce back game to be over 245 and a half pass yards. So this is kind of like I'm going against my instinct. And based on my betting so far this year. This one will probably cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, so over forty-seven and a half. I think there's a lot of passes or uh, a lot of points going to be scored. Hopefully, a lot of passes. DK Lockett, JSN. I need JSN to have a decent game. As far as I know, we we touched on a bit. Do you play? This is a good question, actually. Do you play Jameer Gibbs this week? Yes. You play Jameer Gibbs. Oh, so the person I'm not going to name names. Uh, Fuck that. I will. Maddie. Maddie in our league did not start Jameer Gibbs. He actually had a nice spot play of DeAndre Swift. So I don't yeah. think Jameer Gibbs goes for 27 like like DeAndre did, but I don't think so either. But I I personally probably would have still 
played Gibbs instead of DeAndre Swift. Obviously, looking at it now, you wouldn't say that, right? But before that game, I would have played Gibbs before Swift. So, yeah, I I, I don't want to say it was lucky, but it was just a, it was a good play. Well, yeah, he's he's at the game. You know, he's going to cheer. Yeah. DeAndre's a Philly boy, so he went with that. I think I think you absolutely do play him. I think last week was I, I think they saw what they had a little bit with him, get him integrated into the offense a bit, get him some more touches. I mean, Montgomery had what twenty fucking carries, but like yeah. the passing game was all to Jameer when they had it. I think you go to him. I think you definitely play Jameer. Uh, Gino, we we touched on that. If you're playing Gino, go for it. Uh, Amon Lock Ra, obviously lock it. JSN, I am playing JSN this week. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's going to be a big passing week. I think he, he works the slot a little bit, maybe outside a little bit. I'm hoping for a big game. I mean, he, he did decent last week. Not great, but decent. He did better than Drake London. Let's just put that out there. Yeah, so, I mean, listen, the, the three games we already highlighted are going to be your you know your highest over-unders. They're, they're going to be passing the ball like Vegas knows that. As we go through this list of the slate of games, you're going to notice way less over unders. And yeah, yeah, a great a great thing to say here though is Josh Reynolds. So like, if like DK doesn't play, or not DK, Jesus, uh, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't play, Josh Reynolds is a pretty good uh, pickup there, right? I yeah. think he had a pretty good game. He had twelve and a half points last week or something. He was he was in the offense. He outperformed Marvin Jones by a mile. I think Josh Reynolds, he's probably out there on most most waiver wires right now. So if someone goes down late, Deontay Johnson, like we said, if he doesn't play, pick up Josh Josh Reynolds, stick him in there. I think I think he can do well. Yeah, we actually have to make that decision here soon we on do. our team. We, we, we definitely do. We will talk. We will talk. I think I think we kind of have to pull that trigger to be honest with you. Now I, I kind of talked myself into it. I, I think there's gonna be a lot of passing passing going on here. So we'll see. Moving on here, next game on the slate, we have the Los Angeles Chargers minus three at your beloved Tennessee Titans over under 45 and a half. Um, it did move to two and a half. I will say that it did move to two and a half. Okay. That no makes my bet a lot better. I think I love <laughs> the Chargers here with the points. Um only thing that scares me is why is the line that low? It's kind of fishy to me. Um, but then again, the Chargers always find a way to suck somehow. So, um, you know, I, I I think I'm laying the points with Chargers here. I think their offense is too good. I mean, and Tennessee might not be able to keep up with that. So um, that's that's my opinion there on that. Yeah, uh, it's heartbreaking, you know. I'm best man in my wedding, can't even, like, go with my boys, but it's fine. I took the over, and it's kind of based on what we said earlier with the recent news. Titans secondary sucks as it is, but now they're banged up, right? So I think a lot of points are going to be scored, and a lot of points were scored against the Chargers last week. Now, granted, Titans don't have a Tyreek Hill or a Jalen Waddle by any means. But if DeAndre Hopkins plays, I think he has a decent game. If he doesn't play, I hope and pray that they get Chig and Burks involved. 
and then Derrick Henry could have a big game in lieu yeah. of that. I, I think if the, the strategy should be, and I'm still taking the over, but the strategy should be get big horse involved. Water? You're drinking a water? Are you okay? On and off here. Oh, man. Gotta stay New hydrated man. a little bit. I, I got man. both. <laughs> uh, so I think <laughs> that caught me off guard, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I think if the Titans want to win the game, they have to establish the run. They have to get Big Horse involved. My gut says it's going to go the opposite, where the Chargers might get up by a touchdown or two, maybe 10 points, and it's going to – we're going to have to break that strategy, go to the pass a little bit more. I think Tannehill's been getting absolutely steamrolled the last week with how he played to a point where he had an interview with some of the reporters, and he's like, look, I'm tired of fucking talking about last week. I know I messed up. I'm moving on from that. Watch what happens this weekend, and you can, you can judge me off of that. So that that that's a good sign for me as a Titans fan that he he's moving on. Hopefully with that, hopefully it doesn't stare down his receivers. I have the over. James is a little bit on the opposite side. He says he has a feeling that this could be a gross game, which I could see it happening. However, I don't think the Chargers are excited about what happened last week. I think I think they do the same thing offensively. Hopefully they do the same thing defensively that opens up some more pockets. But, oh, I just saw your prop bet. Yeah, you like that? I do. What's the updated uh, odds on that? Uh, let's check. But when I first saw it, and for the listeners, it's a Josh Kelly TD, and that was before Eckler was even ruled out. So, um, Let's take a look. Oh, I got it up. I got you. Please hold for a commercial break. Oh, minus one twenty now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's. I think it's still good. I, I mean, I think he's going to get in the end zone. You know, I don't know how, but I, I want to say they're going to be you know within the five yard line at least twice. So he's going to have a chance or two. Um, let alone he could maybe break one. So I, I like his chances. Wow. As I'm I'm updating my dynasty lineup right now, they have DeAndre Hopkins as zero points projected. That ain't good. That's not that's not a great sign. But it's still a question mark. So monitor that as the day gets no, closer. I just checked. The there's there's Aaron Jones at zero points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's real time updates here. So, okay, so I, I kind of alluded to what my prop bet's going to be. I have uh, Derrick Henry over total yards, 105 and a half. You know, I, I've been saying it for a couple of years now. The guy can the guy can catch, and when the guy catches it, he's usually – it's a screenplay, and it's a little corner that is trying – if he gets by the first wave of people. So, if they're playing man, the the – the linebacker on if, if a offensive lineman can push him away, whatever. And then all of a sudden you got a 175 pound cornerback against Derrick Henry in the open field. I take Derrick Henry 10 of 10 and usually. Yeah, exactly. I just looked it up. Usually his over under for receiving is like 15 to 17 to 20 max. It's 16 and a half right now. Love that. 
Last week, I think he had over 60. Well, granted, it was on two catches and one was a big one. But over 105 and a half total yards, book it. I think he does well. James, this fucking guy. <laughs> he really <laughs> thinks this is going to be a dog slop game. Yeah. <laughs> he has uh, Nick yeah. Falk. Over one and a half field goals, the uh, the Titans kicker, and he goes Dicker the kicker over one and a half as well, both minus one ten. I mean, yeah. the Titans right. only had field goals. We had five field goals last week. The only one is just Dicker the kicker. That are the Chargers going to be kicking? <laughs> and I I did say that, and I have to eat my words a little bit because you maybe did, the, right? the, the the coach. Learn from his mistakes year after year. Maybe the, the owner's in his fucking ear saying, yo, let's get the points when we can. Last week he ended up actually kicking a couple that last year he probably wouldn't know. He probably would have went for it. So give credit where it's due, whatever. Fantasy yeah. implications. Obviously, you're starting Herbert. You're starting Derrick Henry. You're starting Keenan Allen, I would assume. What about Mike Williams? You starting him? Yeah, I think you got to start Mike Williams, whether it's in your second or your flex. I, I think that's where he was being picked, and I don't think you're going to have a better option. I think, yeah, I think you're playing Mike Williams. Okay. What about Quentin Johnston? Not yet. Um, no? You got to see a little bit more? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about on the flip side of the ball, DeAndre being out, possibly being out, Burks, Oconquo, um, Akini, Nick West, pretty much just Derrick Henry. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. I mean, there, there's got to be a, the only thing I say is if you have those guys that are out, and this is not me being a Titans fan. I mean, I do have a Conquo and I do have Burks on my bench right now. Something he has to go to the, somewhere, right? And last week we saw the. Uh, Chargers defense give up 250 yards to Tyreek. Tyreek is a different beast. I am not saying he's not, but there's over Tua went for 466 yards last last week. So you look at that, there's got to be some possibilities. I think if your guy is hurt and you happen to have him, or in my case, you have a Drake London who threw up a fucking goose egg last week, you start to think like, hey, yeah, I can play a Traylon Burks in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. I just wanted to get that up. I, I know that might sound like a Homer pick, which it, it might be. I'm not playing Burks. I get what you're I saying. I, I get what you're saying. If you're desperate, Traylon Burks, not a, not a bad pickup. If you're fucking Oh, and one like me and your, your <laughs> WR two goes for a goose egg, you start hitting that fucking panic button real quick. <laughs> All right, perfect. Yeah. Anything All else right. with that dog slop game? No, no. I think uh, I think we're good to go here. Next, we have the Baltimore Ravens plus three at Cincinnati with an over under of forty six and a half. Um, first thing I noticed was when's the last time an over under in one of these games was anywhere near this that high? Uh, yeah, so yeah. that's. Yeah. I was like, man, that just makes me think they want you to bet the under, um, you know, and I think Ravens secondary is a little banged up. Um, Bengals are on 
kind of like the Chiefs right here that in my opinion like they're not they're not in panic mode they're not like desperate but they like, just hate how week 1 went yeah they hate how week 1 went they yeah. they were in the AFC championship last year they expect to be there again if not farther um so Joe Burrow is going to come out and have a bounce back game another week under his belt we all forget he was coming out rusty week 1 shitty weather week 1 so another year, another week under his belt. He's gonna get Jamar. He's gonna get T involved. Um, so yeah. Yeah, okay. Look, I get it. I, I think I, I agree a hundred percent. I think both teams, that's why I like your overpick. I think both teams are not obviously the Bengals aren't, but even how the Ravens played last week, I don't think they're extremely excited about how they played. Zay Flowers was obviously the shining moment. J.K. going down was the the heartbreak. So they're obviously going to have question marks in the backfield, Gus the Bus or Justice Hill, possibly Melvin Gordon. Like they're, You have no idea who's going to be in that backfield. I don't know if you, you stream a player, if you have J.K. Dobbins, if you got their backup, whatever. I, I don't know if you play them. I took the Bengals and I took them to roll. Uh, I really did. I think when we think about the Ravens defense, we we talked about this offline a little bit. We go back to the Ray Lewis and Ed Reed type of defense. It's just not the case anymore. Even recently, Judon was their best player a few years back, and he's not even there anymore. I think I love the over. I, I, I love the Bengals to roll. James loves the Bengals. It's a get-right game, as he says. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I think Chase over 79.5 yards is an easy bet, which. I <laughs> did. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm second-guessing now. I shouldn't be second-guessing, but now I look at it like it's like staring me right in the face. Like, should I move that? Please hold. It might. It you might hear that same exact line later on in the show yet to be determined. So I, I think that's an easy one. I think yours is easy. James is easy. You can go and, and, and do yours and James, but I think, I think chase over yours, especially after last week, a little disappointing. I think they come out and fire on all cylinders. Yeah. I, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, I think, um, I mean, honestly, all three of ours here could be a nice little SGP, right? So, um, you know, James has Joe Burrow over 266 and a half passing yards. Um, you know, he literally just says he's pissed <laughs> and why shouldn't he be? Um, and then yeah. for me, I'm going with my Homer. I have all my receivers to go over this week, so I better win. Um, I got T Higgins. Yeah, is that over- your third? Is that your third receiver that you got going over? It is. Yeah. Well, we didn't say the other one yet, but we will. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> T. Higgins over 60 and a half receiving yards. And I even got a nice little, you know, shout out from James here um, saying he likes that pick a lot as well. So, Well, you, know, you got to think, the guy had eight targets last week. Yeah, or yeah he still had eight targets. Um, He's... Let's just move on fantasy implications. You're playing T, you're playing, you're playing Burrow, you're playing Chase. Um you're playing, you're playing Mixon. You're playing Mixon. Are you playing Tyler Boyd if you're in that little predicament again? Like so I'd rather T 
take a Josh Reynolds over a Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Okay. I, I can agree with that. So, um, very, that's very, the, that's kind of the level that they're at right now. If you're very, Josh. very desperate, Tyler Boyd could be a play if you have deep leagues or something like that. I, I, I mean, we just think all of us think the Bengals are going to be spreading it and throwing the ball, right? Um, so other side of the Which ball, scary. <laughs> other side of the ball, you're playing Lamar. Um, you're playing Mark Andrews if he plays. You know, Zay Flowers, I think you're you're playing after that week. Um, I think you're I think you're excited about that play. Yeah. Um OBJ. I, I don't think you're playing OBJ unless you picked him too high. But he's the um, type of player to get into Lamar's ear. He like we go back to AJ Brown, Diva, right? OBJ is the definition of a diva receiver. I get that, but is is he good enough to back it up? That's what I don't know. Is his knees capable of actually moving? Yeah. So I mean, obviously he's a diva, but is it, can he can he back it up? Like he's probably lowest on the totem pole diva, in my opinion. Hundred oh, percent. I mean, it, the guy's all about himself. He made one fucking good catch. Now, granted, he had a great rookie year, but like, whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I think Ravens' backfield. I I would personally stay away from, but I mean, Justice Hill could be a good play. He did get two touchdowns at the end of last game, so he might be the goal line back if they find themselves in that well, situation. So, well, if we want to do a reverse juju. Gus the bus is going against changing 1500 this week. So if it happens, Cass, Cass is playing Gus the bus. Yeah. As of last night, he was, and he's still projected to, to beat me, even though I had Jalen and uh, Jefferson go last night. Let's see. Let's see if he changed it up. Nope. Still got Gus and he's projected. He's only projected 5.7 points and he's still projected to beat me. God, does my team suck that bad? <laughs> Who's he Good got on his bench? Grief. What other running backs does he have? Why is he playing Gus? Uh, who the hell was his running back last week? Because he has Justice Hill. He's got Gus Edwards, Josh Jacobs. Who the hell? Hold on. Hold the phones here. Let's have a let's have a little bit of uh intermission so I can check who the hell he played last week. Oh, he had Antonio Gibson last week play. And Devin Singletary. Got rid of them. To be fair, he had Gus the Bus on his bench last week, so he didn't have to go pick him up. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think there's anyone else you're really really playing from this game. Um, We did say Mark Andrews right, though, right? Yep. Yeah, he's playing, you're playing him. Yep. All right. All right. Perfect. Moving on. Moving on, next game Here on the slate. Here we go. We got the Green Bay Packers plus one and a half at Atlanta. So over under 40 and a half. Here we go with these uh, low over unders. Mm-hmm. Um, For me, I don't know. Are, are, are the Bears that bad? Probably, but. I don't know. The Packers kind of impressed me a little bit. Jordan Love kind of impressed me a little bit with his decision making and throws. So I, I'm going to go with the Packers money line here. And I do think the Packers have a better defense than people think. And they typically do have a better defense than people think. Um, so I don't know if the Falcons are going to be able to just 
absolutely run all over them. They're going to try. But, um, you know, I definitely – I like the Packers' money line here. So, my thoughts. Obviously, Aaron Jones was a game changer last week. We saw what he did. Monster game. Him being out. Watson still being out. Or questionable. They're both questionable. But let's just let's just say that they're both out. I think that's why this line is like it. If they were both playing, I think this line would be reversed, actually. I think the Packers would be favored in this game. This screams ugly to me. I think, and I, I don't, this is what I was alluding to earlier. I love good football. I always root for the overs, but this is my first under bet of the year. Under total points, 40 and a half. I think the Falcons run the hell out of the ball. They have a new toy still. They loved what they saw. They have a two-headed monster, actually, from what we saw last week. They don't pass the ball. I think Ritter had the least amount of attempts last last week with 18. Or no, he had 18 completions, maybe like 20-some, 20-some attempts. But, like, he had the lowest amount of attempts last week. I, I think it's going to be a dumb, ugly game. Under points, 40 and a half, book it. Like, it, I just don't see it going yeah. any other way. I think to your defense, I'm going to come come near back here. Um, I think you did take the Titans under last week, and it did hit. I Big time hit. Oh, yeah. wait, I did fucking take that, didn't I? Oh, yeah. I did. Um, God damn it. Maybe I should maybe I should hit the under and that, hold on that's what <laughs> hold on that's what you I got, wanted to say. He might just want to start putting it in an all under no. parlay. Yeah. So no, there there was this guy on Instagram that I saw. I saw a reel right, and he was like, I saw it before the season, and then I saw it like earlier this week. He goes, if you bet the the dog and the under, parlay those two, and bet a hundred dollars, you will come out on top at the end of the year. Week one. Dogs and the under parlay plus fourteen hundred dollars. Man, you're up for you bet a hundred dollars on every single game. You take the underdog and the under, and it it ended up netting fourteen hundred dollars positive. So I know we like good football, and the guy goes, Stop betting with your fucking heart. Like, stop, start betting with your brain, bet the unders, bet the dogs. They're gonna win more often than not. So I digress. I have other points. That's great advice for you gamblers out there. Also, one eight hundred gambler. If you do have a problem, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, (laughs) they're friendly people over there. If you give them a shout. All right, let's jump into the player props here. I um, following last week. I mean, I still think this is just too low for how he looked and how they're using him. So I'm going to go with Bijan over 77 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Um, Yeah. I just, I think this is still too low. I think he needs to be in the eighties every week uh, going forward for this, this bet. Um, Yeah. So. Hey, I I like that bet. I'm going to parlay that with a a Bijan over 17 and a half receiving yards, six targets last week uh, slash receptions. You caught all of his targets. Look for him to bust one. He only got a couple yards. He didn't, he didn't get that many yards with his targets last week. But, you know, he's way too talented to not bust one open. 
So I like that. James also liked that bet, the over 17 and a half. He does have a spicy one here, and I know this will make you fucking smirk because you got Luke against me, but Luke Musgrave, touchdown score, plus 330. Uh, James's notes are he looked great first week. Jordan Love loves him. Almost scored twice last week in Watson, and now we know Aaron Jones potentially still out. So I like that bet. He's yeah, got to throw somewhere. I mean, Romeo is a great play. I mean, obviously you're playing Romeo. Let's segue right into that. You're playing Romeo. Are you playing AJ Dillon? Yeah, yeah. With it, with Aaron Jones out, I mean, you're playing AJ Dillon, but it depends who your running backs are. You know, if you already have two studs, I'm not playing him over your your two studs. Um, then you just have to get into the thinking match of do you play him in the flex, depending on who you have there. So. I think right. AJ Dillon can definitely be in lineups this week, but it depends what your team looks like and who you have. So that's why we say send in your questions. If you have a question like that, we'll hit on that in our new segment, you know? Absolutely. We we love the interaction and we have them ourselves. Me and Stick have a team together, and this next person that we're gonna bring up, it's a serious thought because I don't know about you, but I'm scared to death of what the fuck happened last week with Drake London. I mean, yeah. one target played 90. We, we touched on it on the, the earlier episode this week, 96% of the snaps he played 96 and he only got one target and 50% of the targets went to running backs. And then the other sprinkled in with Kyle Pitts. I am, I'm personally not playing Drake London this week. I'm stashing him on my bench it's more of a, like, you disappointed me week one. I really don't want to take a chance on you week two, especially with an over-under of 40 and a half. That, that, that scares me a lot. I'd rather take someone that has a higher over-under in points just because there's going to be more volume. What about you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I, I like the fact that he had 96% snaps. 100%. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's going to be all year, right? He's young. He's going to play pretty much every every down of every game which is good it's just that's it was a scary first performance but I think like I said on our last episode it's it's also they played the Panthers like it could have just been that game but I do agree like it's scary and if you can afford to sit him sit him like until he proves that he's going to do something but I can also foreshadow and see Hey, he just had 25 this week. Next week, goose egg. You know, like it, it could just if be. If he a goes for 25 on my fucking bench, I'll be pissed because, you know, it goes both ways, right? Because, you know, we say diva receivers, but it's been known, and James said it in the last podcast, that Arthur Smith came out and said, nah, Drake London is thrilled to death that we won the game. The game plan was what the game plan was, blah, 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 blah. He doesn't need to get it. He's not a diva receiver. I don't know how much I buy that because if you're a receiver trying to get a bag too, I mean, he, he's not on a contract year, but he he's, he's new enough to like, I need to prove my worth. This leads to me to this Ritter. Are they a quarterback away from being scary? Like Ritter cannot be the answer for them. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know about being scary, but they have a they have a bright future. Look at that! Look at that division. 
if if they had a a, a decent quarterback, sure, that I division mean, scary for that division, but not for the league. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Look at the Titans; they beat the Patriots a couple years ago. Yeah, but was anyone scared of them? No. The Titans. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So real quick, we'll just hit on it. Falcons, you're playing Bijan. You know, probably not playing Drake London unless you really need to. Kyle Pitts, I think you can play. He didn't look terrible. Um, tight end sucked. So Algier, I think, I think Kyle Pitts, you can play. Algier, you can play. Um, People are going to be surprised about that too because I mean I, I, I'm almost positive anyone that had Algier last week in week one I, I doubt you played. They didn't play him because you 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 pick him as your handcuff right just in case. And like of course this week they're going to play him and he'll throw up a fucking dud right. Yeah, it's, but it's 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 perfect it's perfect situation for that to happen. Yeah, I just think the majority of. Algier owners are Bijan owners. So, like, are you really going to play both? I, yeah. I, I wouldn't. So, I mean, if you did last week, but you did well. Yeah, I, exactly. So it, like, yeah. Right. But um, other Packers. side of the ball, Packers. I mean, I'm playing. I mean, I'm not playing. I don't have him, but I would. I mean, Musgrave. Yeah, you're you're playing at tight end. Romeo Dobbs and AJ Dillon. I would play. And if you're Would in a you deep league, Jordan Love? yeah, if you're if in a you're, deep league, you're like an Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. If you're in a deep league or a two quarterback league, Jordan Love, I would play. Especially, I mean, like, I, I don't know. We can touch on that on a different episode, but like people that had Aaron Rodgers last week, obviously prayers up to him. He says he's going to come back stronger than ever. But like, if you have Aaron Rodgers, you know, you're hoping that someone like Jordan Love is on the waiver and hopefully you claimed him this week, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I agree with that. All right, moving on. All right, we got, moving on. We got the Bears. The Bears. I got a Polish sausage lodged in the lining <laughs> of my art. Um, all right, so we got Chicago <laughs> Bears plus two and a half at Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, over under 41. So to me, I was just, I mean, uh, you, God, what? Yeah, you like the Bucks? Yeah, I, in this matchup for sure. Um, they're at home. It's, I mean, the Bears looked absolutely horrible. Horrible. Well, I mean, absolutely horrible. And they need to fucking open up the offense a bit. I mean, for Christ's sakes, like the people that were talking prior to the season, Justin Justin Fields was going to make the Jalen Hurts jump. And a lot of people bought into that. And if that's going to happen, granted, it is week two. Like we could be saying, wow, Justin Fields in the future – week seven, eight, whatever, is doing great, exactly what we thought. But, like, coming off of week one, they didn't let him do shit. His average, like, passing yards in the air was less than 10. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can say that's different between Jalen Fields – or Jalen Fields, Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields, (laughs) other than – I mean, Jalen Hurts is obviously, I think, more talented, at least passing-wise. Um, 
is the weapons, right? I mean, DJ Moore isn't better than Devontae Smith or AJ Brown, in my opinion. So like I'd agree it's, with that. It's it's a lot of things. They they're gonna be tough to to watch this year. They're gonna I and the Bucks kind of surprised me a little bit. I mean, beating the Vikings, they still have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I mean, Baker can still sling the thing somewhat. See, and I, I expect a better game from Rashad White and just their their offensive line. See, you, you're talking about all offense, right? I, I'm going to go right to the defense. I love their linebackers. Devin White, I think he got like 15 tackles last week. Yeah. Um, Why am I blanking all of a sudden on the other guy? The fuck is his name? They don't still have Levante David, do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, like that too. The, they might be the best two duo linebackers in the game. I love their linebackers. They got Shaquille Barrett. I think that's his first name. Again, James is usually right on point with these. Shaq. Names, Just go with Shaq. Shaq Barrett coming off the edge. They still don't have what's his face that blew off his fingers, do they? JPP, you all know me. <laughs> so I, I, I like their defense. Now, again, I'm going away from my big ass gut with my prop bet. So my let me just say this. I'm going under total points. I think it's going to be a sloppy game. I think the Bears defense cuz I have Tremont uh I have Edmonds as my linebacker. I think he, Tremaine Edmonds. I met him. I didn't meet him. That's a lie. I was too much of a pussy to go up uh, up to him uh in where I live, I saw him out, and I, I I didn't go see him. But I have him as my linebacker. I think he gets a sack this week. I'm excited about how he plays. James has the Bears plus two and a half. He says it's going to be a gross game. Maybe Bears offense actually lets Jay Fields run. Baker under fire for move for maybe stealing some signs. Stealing signs. Oh, he did say he stole some signs, didn't he? God, Baker Baker thinks he's a lot better than he is, in my opinion. Um, and he says, I think the Bears can be frisky enough to cover maybe win. Okay, so he might sprinkle a little bit on the money line as well. My prop bet is going away from my big-ass gut. I like Justin Fields over his rushing yard, 60 and a half, only because I think those linebackers blitz a lot, and if he can escape one of them, then he's in the open field. That, 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 like, I hope he eludes David and White one time. And then he could probably get that all in one carry. So that's where I'm going with that. What do you got? I have Baker over 226 and a half passing yards. Oh, so and, <laughs> I mean, the main the main reason for that is just kind of what I touched on. I mean, Jordan Love just kind of, I don't want to say torched, but he had, I think he had 250 passing yards, maybe 240 against the Bears last week. So I mean, if Jordan Love can do it with Romeo Dobbs and Luke Musgrave, why can't Baker do it with Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin? Yeah, uh, he had 245. 245, so good call on that. Okay, yeah, 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 I can see that. And James has DJ Moore going over his receiving yards, 42 and a half. Again, I think we touched on that in the earlier episode this week. Like, you traded so much to get DJ Moore fucking utilize the guy, right? So I, I like that pick. I think uh I think he comes bounce back. He had again he was against um Jair Alexander last week who 
in a post game interview, he goes, "Is anyone shocked that he had two for twenty five? I'm not." Yeah, so th- that guy is good. He shadows and he's good, and we'll get into that later on in the episode. All right. So in this game, who you who you playing? Who you not playing? I think yeah. we said. Bo- Mike uh, Evans, let's, let's, are you playing? Let's start with Bucks. Yeah, you're playing Mike Evans. You're playing Chris Godwin. Um, you're playing Rashad White. I think that's it for the box. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Moving on to the Bears field, you're playing Khalil Herbert. I think you're playing DJ Moore. You're playing. Are you playing Darnell Mooney? He scored mm. last week. He scored. Last I'm not. Week. I'm not deep. I'm not playing Darnell Mooney. Oh man, that's bulletin board material for next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Shit, I take that back. Deep. <laughs> what about uh, Love you, man. <laughs> what about Komet? Uh Komet. I think no, you have I, I think you I have mean, to. We talked about all the tight end problems, right? And he's got to be one of the most with upside at least. Correct. Yeah, I, I agree. He has upside. And it's if you're playing Cole Komet, you better be very that better be your only Yeah. That better like, be your only tight end. You and you picked them late in your draft. Yeah, yeah. Um it's to me, I like Cole Komet. I think he's a good talent. It's just we got to see what this offense is going to turn into before you can trust anything. He'll never give you zero points, right? <laughs> Did he get right, zero right. last week? No, I don't think so. I actually think he caught three passes, which the over under for his passes was two and a half. I can stat check that. We can move on, but I'm going to come yeah. back. To, All to right. That. Next game, we have the Indianapolis Indianapolis Colts plus <laughs> one and a half at the Houston Texans with another low over under of 39 and a half. Um, oh, I'm just going to. What's that? Sorry. He had five catches last week. Come Wow. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. So we got Colts plus one and a half at Texans over under 39 and a half. Another just absolute barn burner here. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like the Colts here just straight up. Let's just make this a quick one here. The Texans blow. Um, Anthony Richardson kind of looked good and he's finding Michael Pittman. Even when he passes, he still ran pretty well. Um, seems like he's a youngster. It seems like it was just a bruised knee that he was out throughout the last, um, three plays of the game. So I think he's young enough to recover from that in a week. Yeah. I I just like the Colts money line here just because the Texans blow. Yeah. I I think this line, especially the over under dictates because it's two rookie quarterbacks going head to head, head to head, the future of the NFL. Okay. But. At the same time, they're still learning the game. I say that this over-under line is begging you to take the over. Anytime you see a three starting in the over-under, like you're like, hell yeah, let me hit that over button. But I will push to caution right now. I am not falling for that shit. I've fallen for that in the past, and you know what? I'm not doing it again. I'm nailing the under here, 39 and a half. James has the Colts. He says it's another gross one. Colts at least showed some firepower. Uh, Stroud didn't look good at all. Did he not? I I, I really didn't watch that game last week. Yeah, so I, I didn't. I, I didn't really watch it either. That. So, 
Yeah. And, um, and the one thing I did see, which is going to segue into my prop bet, is Woods over 39 and a half yards. The guy had 10 targets last week. He's a vet. I think Stroud looks to him a little bit more. Michi being active for his first ever game, I think he sees a little bit of action at least. Maybe they get him into the open field a little bit, maybe a little crossing route, maybe a go route, actually, because he's got some speed. I don't know how his knees are going to hold up. But I like Woods over 39 and a half because of the 10 targets he had last week. Yeah, no, I, I did see that. Robert Woods was catching a lot of balls, but they were down a lot. So we'll we'll see. Um, yeah, I'm going to go back to back here until he until he does not do this for me. I'm going to keep betting it. Anthony Richardson over 246 and a half passing and rushing yards. He got it last week when I did it. He's going to do it again this week against the Texans. Um, That's all I can say. He's just a great athlete and shit. If he can pass and get the ball to Michael Pittman, like he did, why not? Yeah. Um, And then James, he took Damian Pierce over 57 and a half rush yards he doesn't have any comments, but I would think he's thinking that this is a little bounce back game for Damian Pierce. Um, he didn't look too great, but I, I hope it is too. I think I have him in dynasty, so we'll see. Um, yeah, fantasy I mean, implications. Go ahead. Do you need to say anything? No, nah, I'm just saying last week uh, Damian Pierce had 11 attempts for 38 yards. So, yeah, like you said, I, he's probably hoping for a bounce back. Fantasy. fantasy Again, I don't know how many people started Richardson last week. I mean, I don't know how many points he did have. I can look at that real quick. But he did good. He did good. Yeah. Um, so I think you. I think if you are in a pinch for a, a quarterback, he had twenty points last week. He had twenty one points. So that that's good for a rookie, and it's because he's a, a dual threat. He can run and he can somewhat pass. Yeah. So I think you play him, you play Michael Pittman, right? I know yeah. I was a non-believer. I mean, he proved – dude, I mean, obviously we said it. We don't want to take too much away from week one, but Michael Pittman could be that one pick of the draft that you got in the sixth round that somehow turns into a blossom. Yeah, and I think the only person that you're playing on the Texans is Damian Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, easy enough. Let's move on. All right. Next game here, we have our 4 o'clock slate starting up. We have the San Francisco 49ers minus 7.5 at the Los Angeles Rams over under 44.5. This this one's easy to me of who's going to win this game, but I don't know if I like laying the points. Um, So that's going to be a last-second decision. It's I just have that I like the Niners to win the game. Um, I think we all do. I'll let you touch on your points, but we do all have the Niners. So, God, that can't be great. (laughs) uh... I mean, it's alarming that we all have the Niners, but at the same time, the Niners' defense still looks dominant, right? It it does. And it could be said that their secondary is probably their worst, but I would kind of disagree with that a little bit. Chardavius, I think his name is Chardavius Ward. Yeah, pick last week. Uh, Dude, they got that to- Troy Palomalu lookalike. Yeah, who <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't even gonna try to announce his name, but like again, uh, James is our name guy. So 
he's good. A safety, he's good. I just think the Niners roll, honestly. I think last week was a little bit of the Seattle Seahawks kind of underestimating the power of the Rams. Uh, Nakua, I think his name is, for the Rams, a little banged up. He had 15 targets last week, 2-2 Atwell. He's a deep threat guy. If you just shadow him a little bit, I don't think he goes off as much. I like the Niners. I like them laying the points. Uh, I I just think it is what it is, right? My prop bet. On the flip side, is is Donald over 0.7, uh, 0.75 sack? Uh, I think he's a dominant force. I don't think he got a sack last week, but I, I think he just at one point of the game gets the best of whoever he's going up against. He's too good of a player to not get a sack, and I have Bosa paired with that over a sack as well. So I, I think they both get sacks. I I, I like defense. In this situation, I think it goes under as well. But I, I my pick is the Niners laying the points. Yeah, I mean, obviously Aaron Donald and Nick Bosa, they're they have a better chance of getting a sack in any game than anyone in the league, right? So that's that's not bad there. Um, me and James are both on the Christian McCaffrey train after last week. Um, I think he just proved why he's so valuable and still still a beast. Um, so I have CMC over 100 and a half rush receive yards. So combined, um, the first hundred the first hundred prop we've seen this year, right? So um yeah. I mean listen, he looked incredible. They're not gonna they're not gonna shy away from giving him the ball. He's he is their best weapon. I mean, I, I, in my opinion, he's their best weapon. I don't care. You have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. He's, he's their best weapon. He's going to be the focal point of the offense. Um, you know, until, until he doesn't get over a hundred combined yards, this is another bet that I'm going to be, be betting. Yeah. So James, James has the over rushing of 67 and a half. Love that as well. We do have CMC on our team, so great, great for that. Uh, starting implications, I think you're, yeah, I, I think you're playing Kittle. I think you're playing Debo. I think you're playing Ayuk because of his his targets last week. I think you're playing obviously CMC. That's I think you can play it. Purdy. I think you can play Purdy if if you if you're desperate. If you're desperate, okay, I can I can get on board with that. I mean, you got to be really desperate because I think he's still on a lot of waiver wires. Uh, how about for the Rams? Uh, are you obviously the the hot take of the week was Nakua picking him up, and are you you, you playing him against them? I, I I I don't like anybody on the Rams this week because just because how the Niners defense looked. That's fair. I mean, I, I can't disagree with that at all. I mean. I think you pick up that guy that had 15 targets last week. Uh, if I'm butchering his name, fuck it. I don't care. Nakua, I think his name Puka? is. I think it's Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. Uh, I think you pick him up for the future. I don't think you pick him up for this game. I think the Niners can lock him down. They saw enough tape on him last week to, to see what he was doing. He's no Cooper Cup. I think we can move on to the next game yep. if, if, if yeah. you don't mind. Absolutely. 
Let's go. We got the Giants minus four at the Cardinals over 40 points. So over under 40. I It's so funny. When I was writing this down, Giants minus four at Cardinals, I was like, what the fuck is this MLB? But uh, <laughs> no, it's football. It's it's the New York Giants minus four at the Cardinals. Um, I think we're all on the same page here. This could probably be a pretty quick one. Like, yeah. This is going to be a bounce back game, right? I mean, the Giants looked awful. Dallas defense looked pretty good, let's be honest. But the Cardinals stink. They, they just stink. They this is a perfect rebound game. Yep. Um yep. So you got you got what? Giants minus 4. Yeah, and I I have Giants bounce back game. I think they got very much embarrassed on national TV. Everyone was watching the game on Sunday night, first week of the of the week or of the season. They they got embarrassed. The point blank period. James has them as well. He trusts in the coach. He does want to mention that he's getting bad vibes from Waller. He's not sure if that Waller will play or not. And if he does play, he might not finish the game. I was a big guy in it pointing this out in the beginning of the season, drafting Waller, like it has to be an asterisk. Like you have to understand that the guy is fragile, fragile, right? As we would say. Yeah. Uh, you know, he might not finish the game. My, mentally, my, mentally and physically, by the way. Yeah. Well, the, the guy went through some shit as well. Uh, so my prop bet for this is. Yeah, you're right. Say, that was mean. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it is what it is. I have say quads over 98 and a half total yards in this one. James has say quads anytime touchdown. I love that as well. What do you have? Another guy I'm playing on my fantasy team here, Danny Dimes. Let's <laughs> let's throw let's throw two touchdowns. I have so, over so one and a half. So your 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 team could put up uh, uh, a huge number this week or we could be picking you as the least amount of points scored. Oh, 100%. I don't think it's going to be anything in the middle. Um, Fair enough. But, yeah, Danny Dimes over one and a half TD passes is mine. So, who are you playing in this game on the Giants? Oh, you're playing playing Danny Dimes. Well, at least I am. But I think if you add Rodgers and Danny Dimes was out there, like, why not against the Cardinals? Or in your situation, Um, you have Dak against the Jets. Right, and I have Dak yep. against the Jets, so that's a terrible matchup. So, Danny Dimes, Saquon, like that's the thing. Who's Danny Dimes throw to? We don't know that yet, right? Like Hodges. Yep. Yeah, uh, exactly. I think, I, think, that's I, think I think you only trust those two. You have to. I mean, yeah. Darren Waller, you can you can flip a coin, right? Flip a coin. Yeah. If you drafted him, you're probably playing him. You have to monitor throughout the day on Sunday morning. Uh, to see if he's playing. I think this is a later game, if I'm not mistaken. It could, uh, yeah, yeah four o'clock, yeah. probably later. Yeah, later game. So you're gonna you're gonna have to roll the dice with that one on the Cardinals. I think the only startable player, James Conner, maybe Hollywood Brown. Yeah, that's that's it. that's it. All right, perfect. That's all right. Let's move on to the next one. All right, yeah. We got the New York Jets plus nine at the Dallas Cowboys over under 38 and a half. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think you and me are on the same page here. Under and Jets plus nine, nine and yeah. a half, whatever it is. I mean, over under 38 and a half. That is just ridiculous. It's like begging you. It's begging I mean, you. That's, it puts me back to my last point. You're, every time, anytime you see a three, they're begging you to take the over. And Vegas knows that like we're, we're all hoping for good football. Yeah, I mean that's but that's ridiculous to have that kind of over under with a nine point spread, in my if, opinion. What about if Rogers is playing? What do you think this is? 45, 46? Probably, probably, yeah. But I mean, but but then the lines change too. Like I, I like, but this it's this game, this Vegas has me in a in a mix here on this one. Um, but I do like the under in the Jets plus nine, just from what I saw from their defense and Yep. I mean, I like I like and their Cowboys. energy. I I think whenever I watch the Cowboys, it just seems like they don't have the juice. I don't know why. Is it Mike McCarthy? Is it their players? Is it I don't know what it is. But like when you watch the Jets, they had the juice. And I, maybe a Cowboys fan. Maybe maybe not. Maybe not on last game when Rodgers got hurt, the juice got sucked out, but. They still ended up finding it. See, I, I I see it differently. I think the defense was like, okay, now it's time to yeah. fucking roll. Well, I agree. So I think I, I'm with you on this. I, obviously, I have the under and the Jets plus nine. James has the Jets plus nine. It It is weird seeing this big of a spread with that over under because they're – probably hoping for a 20 to 10 ball game, something like that. Right. So you got to take that with a grain of salt. Like if, if Vegas is spot on with that, that's the type of game that they're hoping for. I think obviously it'd be way different if Rogers was starting the, the line would be much smaller. The over under would be much, not much, but probably at, like we said, 45, 46 and a half, something like that. My prop bet, and this is a homer bet that I, I don't love doing my homer bets, but I it it seemed it seems so dumb that this was the only stat. Micah over three and a half tackles plus assisted tackles. Uh it scares me because I am a fantasy owner of him. However, I don't see how he doesn't hit that at least in the first half. The guy is literally all over the field. I think he gets that no matter what. I, I love that. I love that play. James says Tony Pollard anytime TD. He said it also feels like a trap that Brace Hall over under yards, rush yards, that is, after last week is only 38 and a half. So the, that that is that is pretty sketchy to me, yeah. especially seeing his two runs last week, one for like 30 yards and the other for 80, whatever, 85, whatever it was. So over under 38 and a half is a weird line, especially what we saw last week. What do you have? Yeah, I'm going to follow you up on the defensive side of the ball here with the low over under. I'm going to go with my man, Quinnen Williams, big Q, over 0.75 sacks. So he just has to get a sack, two half sacks, however you want to add it up to one. Yeah. Um, and that's, He's and a that, beast. And that's kind of why I went with Micah, right? So we saw the offensive line last week with, with what it was. When Rodgers was in, he was running for his life for the four plays he was in. And then we saw Zach Wilson run for his life the rest of the game. So I don't see how Micah doesn't just absolutely swallow 
Zach yeah, Wilson. I'm, I'm, cur- I'm curious to think, like, what do you think they're counting sacks as tackles? I mean, they have, have to be, to. right? It is a tackle. 100%. If it's not, this is bullshit. Well, then that, that's the only reason I can think it's that low because he's going to get two sacks this week, in my opinion. But uh, that's Gentlemen, beside the Maybe point. a strip sack fumble recovery for a touchdown. All right. Um, yeah. Fantasy <laughs> implications. Um, yeah. I mean, Wilson, you have to start him, unfortunately. You got to play Garrett Wilson because where you picked him. And yep. that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I mean, I, never mind. Uh, Brees, Brees, Hall, Brees Hall. Brees. Brees that's what we Dalvin. talked about earlier. Dalvin. Yeah. Do we play yeah. Dalvin? You can. I mean, I I I don't think I am, but you can. Yeah, I can see if you want to play Dalvin, especially say you you drafted J.K. or something, and now you're you're literally scrambling for a running back. Maybe you put Dalvin in, hope for at least ten points, maybe a couple of catches, maybe he busts one. What about on the opposite side of the ball, Dallas? You're playing Tony Pollard, obviously C.D. Lamb, obviously you're not playing Dak. Do you see people playing Dak or or what? If they don't have another I mean, option? if you do, I don't think that's a smart idea, but but um, like what, what would be your alternative? In your in your situation, you have Daniel Jones. Okay, I get that. But like a Brock Purdy. I would take Brock Purdy over Dak this week. Okay. I would take I would take Baker Mayfield over Dak this week. Fair. Fair. Geno um, Smith. This is, just a, this is just a Jared terrible – yeah, this is just a terrible matchup. I mean, I think it's only Pollard and Lamb, and I honestly don't think they're going to have that good of games either. What about Ferguson? Ferguson got a decent amount of targets last week. He just couldn't haul them in because he had butterfingers. C.J. Mosley. No okay. Ferguson. All right, that's fair. All right, moving on. Um, yeah, all right, so we got the Washington Com- Commanders. Plus three and a half at Denver Broncos with an over under of another thirty nine. Uh, let's just be quick here. I mean, I, I I'm not picking the Broncos until they win a game and show me that they know how to play football. So I'm going to go with the rookies or the rookie quarterback and the All Washington right. defense. I don't think he's a rookie, Sam Howell. Yeah, he is, isn't he? No, no. Didn't he, didn't he play the last half of the year last year? Or is that Hunt? Let's oh, take a look. All right. Well, why you look it up? I don't. Isn't that the UNC quarterback? Let's anyway, say, you keep going. So, so, uh, so again with with these these over unders, like it's crazy that we see this many low over unders. And any time, like I, I'm going to be a broken record here. Anytime it starts with a three, they're begging you. Vegas, they being Vegas, is begging you to take the over. I'm not buying that bullshit this year. I am on the under. I don't like any of the offense. I like both defenses actually more than I like any offense. I think Broncos defense is good. I think Washington's defense is good. We talked about Chase Young coming back. I think he wreaks havoc in the backfield, maybe a strip sack, maybe a couple sacks, whatever it is. James is also on the under. He says he's betting all the Bronco unders until they prove otherwise, which I get. Heading into my prop bet is based on what I just said. I have Wilson under 226 and a half passing yards. I think that's a lock. I, uh, you know, that, that should be in one of my parlays. It might be, honestly. 
James has Jahan Dotson over 43 and a half. I think he was a little disappointing last week, not getting to that number. So I think James is honestly thinking to himself, that's their best option at receiver. McLaurin's a little banged up. Maybe go to Jahan Dotson a little bit. Uh, what do you have there? Yeah, in this game, I have, and first off, it's Sam House second year. Sorry. So I was mm. wrong. He's not a rookie. Um, was he at a UNC? Yes, he was UNC. Okay. Okay. Your boy knows something. Um, <laughs> Your boy knows some, some, some. In this game, I like Brian Robinson to score. And, you know, there might not be a lot of touchdowns in this game, but. This guy runs the ball very hard. Yeah, yeah. Hoping to get it in the goal or red zone sometime. Yeah. Maybe break one or, and, or uh, yeah, like a I pass mean, interference at the one. Yeah, pass interference yeah. for plus. I just wanted to, it's plus 160. I thought that was just pretty good odds for a guy. I think he scored twice last week. I could be wrong. Jesus. Can you make a stat check every fucking thing you say today? Shit. Am I, am I, am I adapting that I could be wrong? You might. I mean, you know that 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 was me for the longest time. And you know what? As as the things go on, yeah, I didn't score once last week. You fucking. Oh, he did. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. He had a receiving touchdown. I'm sorry. You're right. All right. All right. Oh yeah. You know what? I was watching with pups, and I think pups started him. And he's like, get in. Yeah. Yeah. All, All right, right. So he scored once. Okay. Um, that's that's good. What about fantasy implications? What are we What are we thinking in this game? Man, I don't know. This is Jerry this, Judy could be back. Let's start with the yeah. Broncos. Jerry Judy could be back. Yeah, I mean this this whole game is a lot of I I, I don't know. I, I starting. I don't know if I'm starting anybody in this game. I mean, you might. I think if anything, flex wise, you're thinking about. Yes, it depends who you have, but flex. Jerry Judy in the flex. Like we said, it's coming from a hamstring that could easily that could easily go the wrong way real quick in the game. That, that's literally a coin flip. It depends who you have on your bench or who you're playing instead of him. Javante Williams, like we said, he had 18 touches last week. I think he's a good enough player. His knee is holding up. I I will play Javante Williams. So I think those two. Sutton scored last week. I had Sutton last year. It, it's just PTSD. This is just, a tough, this is just a tough matchup for him, I think. What about so, Washington? I think you play Brian Robinson. Play Brian Robinson. Jahan that's, Dodson. Yeah. I mean, well, like I said, it that's depends on your team. So you know, that's why. It, it's like you're you're picking these guys. You're, you're Terry McLaurin. I know he had a couple injuries before we drafted, right? So he was a little bit he, – he dropped a little bit. But before we drafted, like, other people are probably taking McLaren fifth-ish round, something somewhere around there. So, like, they're counting on him to be their WR2 at least. I would say this week go out and find someone on the waiver wire instead of Terry McLaurin because – We'll keep saying it. Josh Reynolds. We'll keep saying yeah, it. Yeah, and – Patrick Sertan the second is yeah. on the Denver Broncos and he's very good. All right, perfect. Moving on. All right. Moving next on. We got, up. Next we got the 
is this Sunday night? This is Sunday night. We got the Miami Dolphins minus three at the New England Patriots up in Foxborough. Over under 46 and a half. Um, it's a big over under for a Patriots game. Yeah, if you think, but they just went for 45 with the birds. Um, but oh, wow, look at us on opposite spectrums here, kid. Yeah, right. I mean, go ahead, uh, yeah. sell me on your pick. Let's the the Patriots defense looked good because the Eagles offensive line played like absolute shit. I mean, they were all over Hertz. They couldn't do anything. And mind you, they were up 16 nothing so early that it was like Philadelphia couldn't get anything going because they didn't have to. Um, it almost bit them in the ass. I'll tell you that. But I don't think I don't think it was too much of New England's defense more than how the game went and 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 then rust when you're trying to piece things back together. Okay. So I like I like the Finns money line here. I All mean right. that's yeah. just what I think. And I mean they got Tyreek Waddle. Come on. All right. Well, you know what? You know I love you, but I'm gonna strongly disagree. Okay. The reason the Patriots were down was because of a tip ball. It was picked off by Darius Light, taken back, right? Their defense kept them in that ball game. Bill Belichick will come up with a scheme to stop Tyreek Hill no matter what. Waddle will probably Please. have a good No, no. Please. No. I gave you your airtime. You give me mine, kid. I just have to tell you, that's just bullshit. Okay, well, you wait your damn turn, okay? I think if there's anyone in the NFL defensively wise, defensive mind, that can take away one player, who is it? It's Belichick. I think, especially at the Patriots, okay, they're they're coming off a game last week where they lost Tom Brady. They were they were very uh, distracted by that. I think they come out, they play well. I think that you know Mac Jones, call you what you want. He had a good game last week. That interception, that pick six, was not his fault. Let's just put that out there. I think they control this game. To a point where it's a Patriots strong win. It's a divisional game. You know it's going to be close. It's always close. It's only not close when the Patriots go down to Miami. Belichick, for whatever reason, cannot win in Miami. Maybe because he's at you know the rubbing tugs, but <laughs> with Robert Kraft. But that, that's beside the point. It's at the Patriots. I think they have a game plan. James is pet. I have Patriots money line. James has Patriots plus three. I think that's a great bet. My prop bet for this game is Stevenson over 23 and a half receiving yards. I saw that what he did last week with that one catch, and that just made me go, okay, yeah, this guy can run. Get him in the open field. Let's see what he can do. I think that's an easy bet. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, well, first off, a little rebuttal here. Bill, if you're going to any gentlemen's clubs down in Miami, let me know. I'll 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 come make the trip. But um how the hell are you gonna say I mean, I get it. Bill Belichick is a manster, but what's he gonna do? Tie up Tyreek's feet and tie him to a post? Like that's literally all you can do. Disclaimer, I'm going against Tyreek this week. Phew. 
<laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that's no, a little bit. That's just what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there like that, but Tyreek, like, he doesn't have, like, you have to have a guy standing in the end zone to be able to cover him over top. Like, he's that fast. Yeah. So Death taxes and we'll see. Yeah. I, that okay. Death taxes well, and we'll let, see. Yeah, let's go to your prop bet. Let's see yep, what we Prop got. bet. Because also, you could have easily taken you could have easily taken Tyreek here, but you didn't. What'd you pick? I also went with Waddle over whatever it is. It's it's either 61, 62, yeah, 63. or 63. 63 updated. Yep. Um, so yeah, I went with James on this one. I mean, I have Waddle and Dynasty. I I this was one of my favorite bets all of last year. Like if he's staying in the sixties, he's going to hit that more than half of the games of the year. He had over a thousand receiving yards too. So, um, yeah. Yep. Fantasy. James also picked a Zeke Elliott touchdown. Uh, we didn't get to see it. I think we mentioned it on the previous episode that like they didn't have a goal line opportunity. So we don't really know what the Patriots are going to do when they get in a goal line situation. If they give it to Stevenson, they give it to Zeke. They've said reports have said that Zeke ha- could take over the Goal line carries. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's a it's a good argument to make. Uh, it's at plus two seventy. I think that's great odds. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so who are you playing? Who you're not playing? Obviously, you're playing almost everyone on the Dolphins. You got Tua. I think you got to play him. Tyreek Waddle. You're not playing a running back. I doubt. What about Patriots? Um. Hunter Henry. Like, yeah, yeah, you're playing Hunter Henry after last week. Um, and I kind of like Kendrick Bourne. He's another okay. one to look at. Yeah, Juju didn't really raise eyebrows last week. Uh, I, Devontae Parker was out. He is questionable for this week, so we'll see if he gets back. I, I think he's actually leaning towards playing this week, so – Maybe that spreads out the ball a little bit more, but uh, well, you're playing Stevenson, obviously. Sorry, yeah, yeah Ramondre, yeah, you're playing Stevenson there, and maybe Zeke. I mean, Zeke looked good. He did. He's on my bench. I mean, it depends. It depends how how desperate you are. All right, cool. All right, let's move on to the. They have a double header, not even a double header. I think they're like kind of simultaneous. Monday well, one's night. at seven. I think one is at nine, maybe. So it might start at like halftime of the first one. But either way, there's two Monday night games, which is awesome. Um, we got the New Orleans Saints minus three at the Carolina Panthers with another measly over under of 40. Um, so right here, I'm just going Saints against Bryce Love, rookie quarterback. Bryce Saints. Love. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Idiot. Saints. <laughs> yeah. I, me and you are on the same page here. Saints. James is a little bit on the opposite. Uh, I, we did talk offline. So, granted, this is – take it with a grain of salt. He has Panthers plus three. He says that this is a Saint trap line. Smells very fishy. Rookie quarterback versus a very good defense. Saints should roll, but something doesn't feel right about the line. He says he wouldn't bet it, but in a pick and pull, he will be taking the Panthers. It does seem like a little bit of a trap line. It really does. It could be a factor of the Saints only put up 16 points last week against the Titans, but the Titans defense 
the way that game went, they were all healthy. Now some of them aren't healthy. It, that's just the type of game that it was. My prop bet is Olave over 71 and a half receiving yards. James's car, uh, Derek Carr over one and a half touchdowns. His spicy one is Juwan Johnson anytime touchdown plus 280. What do you got, kid? And I just have, I have Jamal Williams to score touchdown. Jamal Williams. Um, they gotta win yeah, he somehow. Got, yeah, he got a lot of touches last week, so I like that. What about starts start and sit people? I think on the Saints, you're starting Alave, probably Jawan Johnson, honestly. He he's in that type of like type of role where he should be getting some targets. What about Mikey Thomas? I'm starting him in a league over Drake London. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, okay, so that should be it for them. Panthers, Miles Sanders. I mean, yeah, uh, it's like you know an me, ant, right? You know me. Yeah. I don't like Miles Sanders. So yeah, we're not big Miles Sanders guys because he doesn't catch the ball. At least he didn't with the Eagles. All Saints D is good. Saints D is good. I. I think you stay away from any Panthers players, honestly. I mean, if you drafted Miles Sanders, sure. I mean, take a pick. Uh, who else they got? They got Adam Thielen, Jonathan Mingo. Yeah, Hayden Hurst. Not, Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst seemed to be like the favorite target. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're not playing any Panthers. <laughs> you're not happy if you have a Panther. All right. Moving on. All right, last Sorry about game the timing of the week. on this, folks. <laughs> but there's a lot to get through. Last game of the week here, we got the Cleveland Browns minus two and a half at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Good old-fashioned brawl with yeah. over under 39. So, yeah. real quick, before we get into this one, like we said, the first couple games we highlighted, that's where you want your fantasy players at, not this last half that we're going through. But – um, I do like the Browns here, and mostly just because the Steelers looked like absolute hell. Um, so I think the Browns take a, another step. They beat the Bengals in a rain game that obviously we all have talked about saying the Bengals weren't there, but I like the Browns. I think their defense has improved, and then their offense can only improve from what it's been doing. So. I'll take the Browns with the points. Yeah, and I'm going up against everything that I said tonight just because I believe in the offenses almost more than I did previous. This is a 39-point over-under, and I actually took the over. This is the first time I do say – I literally say over points, but I hate it. I, I, I just don't see the amount of firepower that especially the Browns have, right, and the – the glimpses that you saw in the preseason for the the Steelers, I, I think that this game goes over 39 and a half or 39 points. I don't know if it goes over by much, but I, I, I like the over. James takes the Steelers two and a half, uh, plus two and a half, uh, home division dogs yet again. Uh, Tomlin has a good record as an underdog, minus last week against the Niners. I think he thinks that this game is going to be a rock fight. Um, my prop bet of the day is Najee under rush yards. I, I'm just not a Najee believer. I think it's a prove it 
like prove me wrong type of situation, but I also parlay that with a Chubb over 75 and a half rush yards. James wants to do Pat Fairmuth over yards, but it's not posted. So he'll say Amari over 51 and a half receiving yards plus Fairmuth touchdown to score plus 280. Yeah. And then I'm just going to go with, I think this guy did better than a lot of people expected. So, and I think he only gets better in this offense from the slot. I'm going to go with Elijah Moore over 37 and a half receiving yards. You guys take my advice last week. You wouldn't hit that over. I had yep. that. All right. Start sit uh, on the Browns. Chubb starting. Deshaun Watson starting. Amari starting. Najuku starting. Yeah. Yeah. Elijah Moore, maybe flex. Yeah, Elijah Moore is the one you got to think about. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh starting Najee, question mark? Probably where you yeah. drafted Yeah, I mean, him. well, uh, thankfully I'm not in that position. But, yeah, you got to yeah. start him for where you drafted him, right? Framuth, got to play him. Uh, George Pickens. See, he's just another one that's in that range where you could start him. It just depends who you have. Yep, and Deontay Johnson, like we said earlier, he says he's day to day, he's trying to push to play on Sunday, but or Monday, but he's a Monday night game, so that's that's like one that you, I I don't think it's worth the risk. I think you start someone else because if Monday morning comes around, and he goes ah can't go, you, you you're screwed, right? So yeah, I I don't think you play him. All right, but okay, that wraps it up, right? That wraps up all the games that we have, and. We have two more segments. Let's let's go into our Q&A real quick. We did have two questions that were posted to us in our DMs on the Greatest Team on Paper on Instagram. Uh, the first one was from one of the guys in our league. Uh, obviously, this is in a different league that he has this problem because I have this bum in my on my team. Uh, Pups goes, start or sit, Drake London versus Jerry Judy, if Jerry Judy plays. I'll let you go first, and then I'll go, and then we can move on. Well, so we see – we heard, I guess, Jerry Judy's playing now, right? But I don't like I don't like that matchup. I don't like either of these guys. Um, I think you'll probably say this too, but we've been harping on it, right? Go, go find somebody. Yeah. Josh Reynolds is out there. That's a yeah, better so, matchup. And, and the thing is, like, Jair Alexander is going to shadow Drake London. But – it's going to happen. And Drake London, I think I would put DJ Moore above Drake London as far as talent and proven talent is concerned. And he was held when shadowed by Alexander last week to two for 25. And Drake last week got one fucking target. So I don't think you can trust him. Jerry Judy, weak hamstrings like that, that's plagued him in the past. We said it was a bad matchup with the, the commanders. If you have to start someone of those two, I lean towards Jerry Judy. Yeah, but I would agree. if you have if you have the option, I would lean towards finding a Josh Reynolds, maybe even pains me to say Robert Woods. Right? Like, yeah, I would agree. Robert I mean, Jake London, targets last week. Jake London's not really startable right now until he proves that he can do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there you go, pops. Hope that helps. Uh, we have Mooney 
the moon dog we have a quick question for us what do you think of jamal williams this week versus zach moss or jerry judy you know we touched on this a little bit okay zach moss is gonna have his first game potentially with the colts this week he had a broken broken arm i think broken wrist something like that and jerry judy we literally just touched on jerry judy hamstring issues he could be down literally the first play of the game. Zach Moss is a very small over-under. Don't love that. I think, and you can give your opinion after this, Jamal Williams had 18 carries last week. 18 carries. That's 18 opportunities that he could potentially get into the end zone. I think you roll with Jamal Williams. You see what happens. Last year, he had 17 touchdowns. I like Jamal Williams as the safe play. If you want to go with a flyer, like James says, this is James' take. If you want to go with a flyer, yeah, take Zach Moss. But I think the safe play is Jamal Williams. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, this is Jamal Williams all day. You know, like Zach Moss could have a good game, but they're both him and Judy are both just coming off injuries, right? How much are they going to be used? I mean, we know Jamal Williams is going to get at least 15 touches. Um, and, you know, the Saints have a pretty good matchup as well. I, I think they're going to run a lot, and Jamal Williams has a good chance to get in the end zone. Yeah. All right. So we love that. We love that interaction. If you have any questions in the in the future, please get it to us, the greatest team on paper on Instagram. Please follow us. DM us with your questions. We'll bring it on to the air. We'll make sure that we get to your point and we'll give you the best advice that we can possibly give. Now we can segue right into the greatest lock parlay. We have three picks. Let's start with James because James is in here. James is Waddle over 63 and a half receiving yards. What do you got and why? I'm going with my third receiver here, Steph Diggs, over 75 and a half receiving yards. I just, like we talked about, this is a Buffalo just slaughter, right? They're coming out. They're pissed. Josh Allen's pissed. I'm sure even though Steph Diggs had a good game, he's still pissed. They don't want to lose. They're, yep. These guys are competitors, and they're going against a team they should beat Um, with they don't have a lockdown corner or anything. So I – you know, Steph Diggs is going to eat. All right. Love that, honestly. Uh, my pick is Saquon Barkley, anytime touchdown, plus 105. The three of us together is plus 576. Lock it in, Saquon, against a horrible defense of the Cardinals. They have to at least get the ball in the red zone sometime inside the 10-yard line. If they're inside the 10-yard line, Danny Dimes, your quarterback, better not fucking steal a touchdown. Out of us, uh, I'll I'll be pissed. Throw it to him. I don't give a shit. Anytime yeah. touchdown, Saquon, get in that end zone. R three parlay digs over seventy five and a half. Saquon anytime touch. Waddle over sixty three and a half receiving yards, plus five seventy six. Lock it in or fade us, whatever you prefer. We went what one and three, one for three last week. Yeah, yeah. We're looking for a bounce back this week. I think we get it. You know, last week was a learning curve. But, all right, that was a lot. I mean, I think we did pretty good. I mean, time, uh, we apologize, but we had to get a lot a lot out there. There's a lot of information. I think it's very useful. I think people will enjoy this, this episode. Me and you for doing it for the first time without James. Not bad. I mean, a little Not bit. Not too shit. shabby. 
Not, not, not too shabby. <laughs> a little shaky on some of the names, but you know what? We'll get better with time as it goes. But as always, we want to just ask you guys to please help us help you. Hit that subscribe button on Apple, on Spotify. Get notified when we drop any type of content. Instagram, the greatest team on paper. Please DM us with any sit and start questions that you have or just to say what's up. We, we love the interaction. We want to get our numbers up. We want to make this thing great. Stick, you got anything for us? No, I can't can't say anything better than that, man. You did it good. I think we did a great job. You know, hopefully some of this information helps all you guys out there. All right. Well, you know what, guys? Everyone, good luck to you this week. I know I have a big matchup. Me and Cass go head-to-head. So far, I have uh, Hertz and Jay Jeff, and he has Hawk. Hawk had a big game last night against me. Who do you got this week, kid? I have good old Willie from from Milford. Oh, my. So, uh, Patty yeah. Mahomes and Kelsey Stack with Jamar. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I got a, I got a matchup on my hands, but I, I like my I like my matchups. I like my team this week. So um, we'll see. You know, death taxes, and we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everyone. Well, good luck to you. We'll talk to you next week. All right. See you, Scal. Yep. See you, baby.